Hey everyone, welcome back to another bonus episode of the Craft Parenting Podcast, a podcast about two Cincinnati craft beer lovers with a parenting problem. And we are working overtime trying to catch up uh, after our uh, mysterious uh, disappearance last week, which wasn't so mysterious if you've been paying attention. Yeah, I'm, I'm very tired. Our house is more messy than usual, but we're slowly getting back to somewhat normal levels of mess in the house as I am able to recover from whatever Lily brought home from preschool. Yeah, so last week we took a, a mini break. Um, I wouldn't call it a break. Well, from the podcast. It was some unexpected time off. Yeah, yeah. So um, we were out sick. I see which stole our voice, but we are back. And our voices are are, Rough. are recovering. <laughs> I may sound a little deeper than normal. I for sure do. But... We are back with a bonus episode, and we've been planning this one for quite a while. We are going to try three uh, varieties of pumpkin beer. And pumpkin beer isn't my jam. It's not, pumpkin in general is not my jam. So it's not that, you know, I I, don't, I just don't like the, the flavor necessarily. It's not my favorite. But here we are. I'm going to try three different varieties. And towards the end of the episode, we will have a special guest who is a member, of, a very vocal member of the Cincinnati craft beer community. You might call him a local expert in pumpkin beer because that is his one of his favorites, if not the favorite. We'll save that interview and you know until towards the end. But first, I am here with my lovely wife and co-host. Did I say that? I honestly don't know at this point. I am Caroline. Struggle bussing so bad. All right, yeah. So Caroline's here. I'm here, and we have adult beverages. So what is this first one that we are trying? So the first one we are drinking is Jack O Pumpkin Ale by Sam Adams Brewing. It is 4.4 percent ABV and eight IBUs. And I am so glad that I get to finally like super delve into pumpkin beers and pumpkin things. Because like the last three years, I have been creating and or feeding people. So it's been hard to justify buying a six pack of something that Joe will not drink. So I kind of have missed out on pumpkin everything season. Alcohol related. Yeah. Um, so how is it? It's good. It's nice and smooth. It is very smooth. I will give them that. I'm getting some of those traditional pumpkin pie spices. Yes. And I could drink a lot of this. It's not bad. Did you say the ABV and stuff? It's 4.4%. And eight IBUs. Yeah. Okay. But IBUs are made up and don't matter. It's very smooth. It is golden brown in color. It had a very big head when I poured it, but now that it's sat a while, that head has disappeared. But there are some bubbles on the surface. Yeah. Same, so Same with yours. Sam Adams says this is the perfect fall beer. Cinnamon and nutmeg aromas and the ideal balance of seasonal spices with a crisp refreshed ref- yeah. Cinnamon and nutmeg aromas and the ideal balance of seasonal spices with a crisp refresh- refreshing finish. Refreshing is hard to say today apparently. Jacko pumpkin ale pairs perfectly with a move to cooler days and autumn night. I can see how people like pumpkin beers. It definitely does have that spice, 
that pairs well with like a cool autumn evening. It is available in six packs and their sweater weather variety pack. Oh, nice. I mean, they say sweater weather, but we all know it's pronounced sweater weather. That is the correct pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're in Boston. Are they are they doing a Boston accent or a New York accent in that skit? I have no idea. They all sound very New England to me. I guess, yeah. I don't know if New York is New England, but we'll, we'll take it. Yeah, so very smooth, very spicy. Um, it's not in your face, though, so... I. You know, I could I could drink this, um, and we have a six pack of it, so I probably will drink it a little bit at least. However, I don't know that I would, um, outside of you know forcing me to go a little bit outside my realm of of what I usually drink. I don't know that I would necessarily spend money on this, like if I was out and about at a bar or whatever. Or at the the tap room, um, but I would, but but that's just me, and I don't like I said, I'm not a pumpkin person. I will have my one slice of pumpkin pie, mm-hmm. which um, when I first met you in like 2009, I did not eat pumpkin pie at all. Which, and then slowly over time, I kind of was like, okay, I'll eat it. I almost bought a pumpkin pie on Friday. <laughs> like I was at Meyer. Oh my God. And I was like, ooh, pumpkin pie. But then I'll have to eat a whole pie all by myself. Not recommended. So I guess I won't do that. Yeah, there's just something about pumpkins that um, I'm, I, I can tolerate it, um, but I'm not a huge fan. So let's dig into a bit of the history yeah, because the pumpkin it has a um, it has a interesting history. It does the beer. Well, and we'll talk pumpkin. about pumpkins first. Oh, okay. So, using um, the resource of many eats or um, man eats is another way that you could read this website name. Um, so, many eats they have an article: the history of pumpkin beer from beer of necessity to seasonal staple, and it talks about how. <coughs> Basically, for a long while, pumpkins were just kind of a like a last resort crop because they didn't have a ton of flavor, but you could use them in just about anything. So if it was hard times, you could always find pumpkin and put pumpkin something on your table as a way to f- feed your family. And then they discovered that they could use pumpkin to make beer because it has good sources of fermentable sugars. So, colonials would mash and ferment pumpkin pulp and use it in place of grains in traditional beer recipes. Settlers changed the Native American word for pumpkin to pumpkin because originally it was pumpion, pumpion, P-O-M-P-I-O-N. And then Americans being Americans changed it. Um, And so, we associate pumpkin pie with Thanksgiving. Yes. But early settlers would not have had flour and butter to be able to make pie crust. So it was basically like pumpkin everything except for pie would have been a thing. So they would make sweet pumpkin dishes by using milk, honey, and spices and just stuffing that stuff in the pumpkin 
and roasting it over the fire. And you can just eat it directly out of the pumpkin. But early, early days, pumpkins were mostly used to make tools because their skins are really hard. So you'd use that to make like spoons and forks, well, spoons and like other kind of cooking utensils, not necessarily for sustenance, unless you really had to. Oh, gotcha. Oh, this is the inter- This is an interesting thing. Because pumpkin beer was one of the many foods included in an early colonial song titled New England's Annoyances. <laughs> known as America's first folk song. Oh yeah, I remember reading this. So the lyrics are, we have pumpkin at morning and pumpkin at noon. If it was not for pumpkins, we should be undone. For we can make liquor or s- to sweeten our lips of pumpkins and parsnips and walnut tree chips. So we've been making things alcoholic since the early days. And pumpkin has been a big part of that. But pumpkin beer as we know it today is all in thanks or in unthanks of Bill Owens, the founder of Buffalo Buffalo Bill's Brewery in California because he found George Washington's beer recipe that used pumpkin. And he was like, oh, sweet. I should do that. So he grew a pumpkin. He roasted a pumpkin and he mashed a beer with it. Well, because pumpkin is so readily, is so full of fermentable sugar, you don't get a lot of the pumpkin taste because the yeast eats up all that pumpkin and poops out alcohol. So you don't end up with pumpkin taste at the end of the beer. So when the beer was done with its fermentation, he drank some and was like, this is not what I thought this was going to be. So he gets the light bulb. What do we put in pumpkin pie? Pumpkin pie spices. Let me go to the grocery store, get a little can of pumpkin pie spice, similar to the one that I have in my cupboard. Make a nice little coffee pot of pumpkin pie spice flavored water. Dump that into my beer. And bam, pumpkin beer was born. Yeah, and it really took off recently. Um in like the because of like things like pumpkin spice lattes and stuff. Yeah, so people blame him for that. Because he brought in pumpkin beer and then pumpkin beer started to be more of a thing and then it became pumpkin everything. Yeah. And most pumpkin beers these days don't actually contain pumpkin. They just contain pumpkin pie spice. Because you don't need the pumpkin to get the flavor that you're looking for. You just need the spices. So it's kind of controversial because it's like, well, is it a pumpkin beer if it doesn't actually contain pumpkins? What are you calling your beer and what are you putting in it? So um, does it go into the different types of bases that people decide to use? Because I think um, this, the Sam Adams one is an ale. Mm -hmm. So it's just a normal ale with pumpkin spice, I'm assuming. Maybe it has uh, some pumpkin in the grain belt. Specifically, back in the the olden days, the colonial days, that's what they did. They used, instead of wheat and barley and stuff, they used pumpkin. Yeah, I mean, because they are super easy to find. And they do grow everywhere. Like, I have stories of like four different friends who, oh yeah, we decided instead of throwing away our pumpkins, we were just going to chuck all the pumpkin guts and our pumpkins after Halloween into the backyard. 
And then next year we had accidental pumpkin plants in our backyard. Yeah, they're really easy to grow for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and um, what's his name again? Buffalo Bill. Well, it's Buffalo Bill's Brewery and it was Bill Owens. Yeah, so Bill Owens of Buffalo Bill's, um, which by the way is considered America's first brew pub. It opened up in the early 80s. Um, if you're a... Uh, or maybe you, you don't know, but um, the Bruce Guys Happy Hour, uh, hosted by um, Brett Coleman Baker and Mike Michael D. Morgan. Uh, Michael D. Morgan, uh, they have a podcast called Bruce Guy Happy Hour, where they have been going through the history, the modern history of America's craft beer movement. Mm-hmm. And season two, episode ten, they interviewed him. Which I am not caught up yet, but... Um, that was two months ago. I know. I'm caught up. I'm not caught up. Because he talks about this in that episode. Yeah, he actually uh, invented quite a few different variety, you know, beer varieties. He invented the pumpkin beer, modern day pumpkin beer. He invented the double IPA and the amber lager. Mm-hmm. So um, he is a, uh, a very well-known... Um, a very uh, instrumental person also of uh, the modern craft beer uh, movement world, movement world. Um, a lot of a lot of the beers that we drink today wouldn't have existed if it wasn't for him or it would have taken us a lot longer to get to them oh uh, yeah so just a sidebar there okay so let's crack open beer number two So this is one that I have had before because I know we got some of it last year. So we are drinking Taft's Brewing, Taft Brewing Company's Frisch's Pumpkin Pie Ale. It is 6% ABV and 30 IBUs. Two biggest boys of Cincinnati have come together for one special beer. Hints of cinnamon, ginger, and nutmeg combined with lactose and vanilla for a smooth, creamy finish. Better than Grandma used to make. So this has lactose in it. Yes. Okay. And like on the can, they show a slice of pumpkin pie with a dollop of whipped cream, which is probably part of where, where this lactose comes from. It smells about the same. Yeah, it's the same um, golden color as the Sam Adams. Uh, the head is also disappearing. Definitely a little sweeter, which is probably that lactose. It's smooth and sweet. Um I don't get a lot of pumpkin. I just get a lot of spices. But again, I'm not an expert in pumpkin spice. One, I don't know if either of these beers are actually brewed with pumpkin. Because none of them actually call out pumpkin. They just say, recall memories of freshly baked pumpkin pie. And but the Sam Adams one did did um taste like pumpkins yeah i forgot that they notched there's looking at the same adams bottle and i forgot that they notched their bottles with here's the month that you should enjoy this by yeah <laughs> which if you go go into our fridge we ignore that quite frequently we're sharing these beers by the way yeah because our last one's gonna be a crowler so We'll have some nice something to sip on while we talk to our special guest. So you were talking about the styles of pumpkin ale. 
that people do. Yeah, like the base. According to Wikipedia, it's a lot of pale ales, wheat beers, porters, and stouts. These are all probably pale ales. Um, I've heard a lot about porters and stouts. And usually that's when they get into more of like the pumpkin pie sweetness kind of realm. Yeah. But I don't think that's any of these. Stouts are a lot more toasty. So I guess you can kind of um, mimic that the, the bread crust, the pie crust. Yeah. With the toastiness of the of the stouts. So the Taft's Fishes, it's not bad. Um, again, it's just, it's not my favorite. I probably like the Sam Adams a little bit more than this. But I mean, they're also going for two different things. So it's one of those, like one night, this will probably be what I like more. Another night, that might be what I like more. Like I said, I get more pumpkin flavor out of the Sam Adams, whether that's a placebo. It's this fancy new pill that I made. Placebo. Or or whether it's legitimate, I don't know. I don't think they include their ingredients. They usually don't. They do on their website. Let me pull it up again. Um... By the way, the Tafts, did we say the ABV? Yeah. Okay. Um, the Tafts logo on the can is the big boy with a pie instead of President Taft. Oh, hey, it is big boy holding a pie. Instead of President Taft in the bathtub with a pint. Yeah. It's the big boy, Frisch's big boy in the tub with a pie. I'm a huge fan of their artwork. <laughs> um. So Sam Adams calls out um, Hollertau Hops, Sam Adams Ale Yeast, um, and then Sam Adams Two Row Pale Malt Blend and Malted Wheat. They do not call out pumpkin. Hey everyone, Joe Ludwig here with the one and only Caroline. Before we get to the main topic of today's episode, we wanted to pause briefly and tell you about how you can support the show. So if you enjoy listening to the podcast and reading our blog posts every week, then you now have the opportunity to support the show through Buy Me A Coffee. Here's what you need to know. It's super easy to do. You don't have to set up an account to contribute. You have options. Send us a one-time donation or sign up as a member to contribute on a monthly or yearly basis. Plus, you can unlock exclusive content. To learn more about how you can support the Craft Parenting Podcast through Buy Me A Coffee, click the link in the show notes. And now back to the show. All right, so we just finished the uh, Taft's Frisch's pumpkin ale, and um, we are gonna crack open our third beer. Um, and we have a local pumpkin beer expert on the line right now, <laughs> uh, Zach Holly. Thanks for joining the Craft Parenting Podcast. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, I am Zach Holly. I run a uh, local, I guess you would say it's local Facebook group called 513 Craft Brew. I created it, what, probably two years ago now. 
um, started out small with a few friends and just kind of, it was a way to kind of break away from something uh, that was, I guess, unusual or well, I wouldn't say it was unusual, but it's, it's out of the norm because a lot of people just focus locally on local stuff. Well, I created the thing or created the group locally as like a route in Cincinnati, but then I decided that I wanted to get more people involved around the United States and even the world. And so I uh, made an Instagram on top of the Facebook group. And so I started inviting people from like all the Instagram, Instagram groups because there are so many out there that are involved in the craft beer world. So what I basically, what I, what I do is I just run this Facebook group called 513 Craft Brew with a couple of other friends and a couple of other moderators and a couple of names you might hear uh, throughout Cincinnati. And uh, it's just a way to uh, have anybody and everybody like post about beers, talk about whatever they want. Even if it's a Miller Lite, I don't care. It's just like one of those things that um, it's, it's like a free base. Uh, it's, it's an area to be like, feel free there's no judgment on anybody. The only thing I don't accept is like uh, bullying. When I say bullying is people trying to like really get down saying like, Oh, your beer sucks. And they're really serious about it. Cause that was another reason I did start the group is because a lot of the other groups um, that are out there based in Cincinnati, um, I feel don't moderate their stuff as well. I mean, maybe they do, but it just felt like there were still some things that were slipping in between the cracks. And I pretty yeah. much am aware of everything that's being posted to my Facebook group. And there's not been anybody who's really shown any hate, I guess you could say. There's a few people, like maybe one or two people I've ever had to take out of the group just because it was a consistent like, okay, this is not cool. This is not what the craft beer community is about. And, um, but other than that, it's, uh, it's, I mean, I got people from Wisconsin, I got people from Cincinnati and the only thing that does suck about running the group from having other people from other places is some people go, Oh, where'd you get that beer? Where's that at? They think it's locally, but it's not, that's the only problem we run into, but there's not too many people that run into that. And if, um, anybody ever wants to trade in my group, I'm okay with that. If anybody wants to like buy or meet up with each other, that's okay too. But I just usually when I, uh, have people do that i say hey message that person personally or use like code names so that facebook doesn't shut the group down because i've known people in the past who have actually been shut down through facebook like they're like oh man i i was saying that i was selling something right. because it's technically a no-no that you can't do that but people still do it it's out there it's been happening for probably years now in the craft beer community where people are sending beer to other people if it's either buying beer from each other or they, as they say, mulling beer, or they just send you some care packages, which I've had being in the craft beer world now, probably I want to say almost 10 years, maybe a little less than that. I've had people send me so many care packages and I try to give them stuff in return, but it's just so hard because I'm also one of those people who don't collect a lot of beer. I usually drink the beer when I have it. So I have singles more than I do like six packs or any of that. So sorry, that was such a long intro, but no, no, please. Um, <laughs> so, um, Let's talk about this last beer that we just cracked open. It is a crowler. Okay. Um, okay. It is not from Cincinnati, so I don't know if you've had this one. I'm going to say you okay. probably haven't. Yeah, it's kind of an, a niche brewery. It's called Old Capital Brewing. It's in based in Chillicothe, Ohio. Um, Does not sound familiar. Yeah, they're very, very small. Chillicothe is um, probably in 45 minutes south of Columbus. Thereabouts, yes. Okay. Um Okay. It cool. is the first and third capital. Yes. First and third Ohio. capital of Ohio. Zanesville was the second capital of Ohio because they wanted to make some politician happy so he would pass some bill. And Columbus was built to be with the, the purpose of being the capital of Ohio. So um, oh, that's, th that, that's why the, 
<laughs> yeah, so that's why the brewery is called Old Capital, I guess. Um, they're, they're, they're a small brewery that we discovered. Um, they're based in Chillicothe, um, and we are drinking their Salem. Which is their pumpkin ale. Okay. It is 5.9% ABV, and their description is, It's that time of year again! The air is turning crisp, and what better to weigh... And what better way to celebrate than with a pint at Old Capital Brewing? Our newest brew, Salem, is just what you're looking for. It features notes of roasted pumpkin, cinnamon, and spice all wrapped up in a nice, light, easy-to-drink package. Come on in and get in the autumn spirit with us today. Um, oh, man. That doesn't make you feel like fall time. I don't know what does. I mean, that's a great intro right there. I mean, that's a beer that I'd pick up right away just because of the description of it. <laughs> and, um, I mean, I could drink pumpkin beer all year round. Some people don't like to do that. But uh, that, that's definitely uh, an intro that I'd be like, okay, I want this. I want to try this. Yeah. So, well, and as we talked about, thoughts on it? I mean, it's. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to. Well, I was going to say real quick, as we talked about earlier, but you weren't here for that. Pumpkin beer used to be very prolific in the United States, like all year round. If we don't have the regular ingredients to make beer, we're going to use pumpkin. And then that just kind of all died off when wheat and barley were a lot easier to find. Yeah. Okay. What happened to that? (laughs) Well, (laughs) when you brew with the the trouble is when you brew with pumpkin, um, the yeast eats up all the sugar and you don't get any of the flavor of the pumpkin. So yeah, we just talked uh, about the history of of the pumpkin beer, uh, the modern history. Um, oh, that's and, cool. And um, really, what what makes a pumpkin beer these days is they might put pumpkin in the grain belt, but really, the what makes it is the spices, like the pumpkin spices. Uh, it's, that's pumpkin where pie get, spices. Pumpkin pie spices. That's where you get, that's where you get the the pumpkin uh, flavor. Yeah. That's what I thought. Because if you t- taste most of these pumpkin beers, they do have that spice, and it's usually a nutmeg or it's uh, uh, and, uh what is it? Cinnamon, whatever the spice. Nut, thing nutmeg, cinnamon. All is it all? Oh, I just I closed down all oh, my things. Well, I'm sorry. Anyway, well, no, um, you're fine. But Zach, you, I've been a Debbie Sorry, Downer of uh, this episode about all these beers. And this is the first beer that I actually get roasted pumpkin out of. So I am down for roast. Actually, this is actually probably my favorite out of the three. Um, uh, so what was the first one you guys started with? We started with Sam Adams Jacko. Okay, Jacko. See, I was very impressed with that. I didn't have this year's, but um, the year I was a big fan. I was, yes, yeah, it was very good for what it is. That was a close second for sure. Um, and then the Frisch's uh, pumpkin pie—it's very smooth. It's 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 good. Sure. Um, but again, pumpkin is not my favorite thing. Even at Thanksgiving, um, I don't really do pumpkin pie. Like I might have a little slice here or there, but um, it's not like my favorite thing, you know, to eat. Um, <laughs> Not even pumpkin pie when it comes to what almost Thanksgiving now? The first year that I had Thanksgiving with Joe's families, there was, we went to two different Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving events with at least 20 people at each Thanksgiving event. And out of all of the pies there, there was one pumpkin pie that whole day. Yeah. And I was like, what even is this? I am going <laughs> to die. Yeah. We were really big on the cherry pie and apple pie. Yeah. Every kind of pie except for pumpkin you can find. And I'm like, no, 
I need my pumpkin pie. <laughs> yes, pumpkin pie is my jam. Like I do like the apple, like the cherry, blueberry. But when it especially comes to Thanksgiving, this guy's gonna go for the pumpkin pie with a little bit of whipped cream on top, or whatever it may be. Uh, what's what's that? What's a, a ready whip? I don't know. Whatever it's called. Yeah, cool whip. Put that yeah. on top. Yeah. Cool whip. Yes, thank you. That's what yeah. I, was I mean that, that, that that's mandatory for sure. Um, but yeah. So over the years, I've you know I I might have a slice. Um, okay. With, so you'll have a sliver. You'll be like just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Um, it's just the flavor. I, I don't. I don't like it. That's my personal preference. So Zach, you love pumpkin pie, and you are a I would pumpkin consider, beer fanatic. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, that's what. That's an accurate accurate uh, thing to say. So what makes I pumpkin? Really am. What makes pumpkin beer your favorite? And um, out I, of all the flavors of and varieties of beer, I, I I don't know necessarily. I would say it's my absolute favorite. But like the thing about pumpkin beer is one of those like staple. Yeah, the and it'd be in my top ten. I think one of the reasons I like is it always reminds me of that time of the year that I absolutely love, which is fall slash Halloween. Even though Halloween is now over, but like it's that time where it it kind of gears me up for that. And then even in July. Like when I was having pumpkin beers, like, cause I know some people are like, Oh my God, it started in July. Cause they call that seasonal creep, I guess you could say. But, mm-hmm. um, but at the, I don't, I, I, to be honest, I don't really forget where I actually started drinking a lot of the pumpkin ales, but I think it was just one of those things where there's so many of them where I'm like, okay, I'm going to start every year. Um, I think it's usually July is when they start around every year for the last maybe five years. I'm like, okay, I want to try every pumpkin uh, beer that I can and on top of that I want to try a new one each year and every year I have been able to try a new one um, due to the fact that Ohio is so good at destroying new things um, I mean we're spoiled as a city itself or Cincinnati is to getting so many new beers that come in especially through like all the distributors and um, awesome people like Standard Beer or like right out Standard Beer I'm going to give a shout out to him you got people who do like uh, pumpkin beers that are local, which is my, uh, you, I don't know if I told you my favorite local beer. I know I'm kind of going off subject for the pumpkin is um, uh, Dan out of Swine City makes a wonderful pumpkin ale. Oh, and yeah. the thing about is he uh, makes actual pumpkin. Beer. He always gave me this. Uh, am I allowed to cuss on this, by the way? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll bleep you out, but you can say whatever you want. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, I will not, I will not cut because because I'm because other podcasts and you can say whatever, so I will not cuss. But basically, Dan um, at a Swan City makes an awesome beer out there, and he's one of the ones who have been giving me crap about this um, about how it's like, oh, all these beers are all pumpkin and spices, but we actually add pumpkin to ours. I don't know the process of the mash or how it is in existence, but there's a lot of the breweries that still use actual pumpkin in their beer. So, I mean, getting off subject again, I just, I don't know. I think it was just like, it reminds me of my favorite time of the year. And then um, when I started drinking it more, I was uh, the pumpkin beers. So I was like, okay, I got to try this one. I got to try this one. I got to try this one. And then it just became a thing each year. And then now I'm to the point where it's like, oh my God, pumpkin could be a year round beer for me because I, I don't know. I guess it's just the style that I like because my all time favorite style is stouts or bourbon barrel stouts. Cause I'm always the guy who'll say, Hey, I can drink a stout all year long. Some people have all these seasonal banging gaps, but um, pumpkin would probably fall right behind there. I don't, I think it's, I think it's just the flavor, the spices. I'm a big fan of like cinnamon. So I like that. And I like just the pumpkin. I mean, it does suck that some of these are artificially pumpkin flavored as you would say, but, um, but when you get a pumpkin beer, that's like actual, like made with pumpkin, you can kind of taste that too. And it's funny that you guys had mentioned earlier that it, a lot of, it used to be an all year round thing is I believe I was listening to the podcast that, um, uh, 
what is his, is his name? Is it Brett, right? Oh, your urban artifact. Yeah. Um, so Bruce, yeah. um, yeah. Bruce guy's yeah. happy hour with Brett and Mike. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Brett and Mike. Yeah. They actually did, uh, had a history. One of their episodes, they did have a history. I forget what the, the guy's name was who, who started, well, when craft beer kind of started and they were talking about how the guy, like one of the first beers he ever brewed, um, mm-hmm. uh, is, was a, a pumpkin beer and it was one of those all year round things and people started latching onto it. But I mean, I guess it's a, this, it's just the flavor of the years. And then, I mean, there's just so, so many variants I like to try. It's always like to try new things. And pumpkin beer is one of the beers that like, there's so many wide variety. I mean, granted with craft beer, there's so many varieties of IPAs and all that stuff, but I don't know. It's just, it's just, I guess it's just the flavor. It's like that one thing it's like go-to. It's like when people go to a brewery, they're like, okay, you got the lineup of an IPA, you got the lineup of a sour, or you got a stout. You pick your poison type situation and you're like, well, that's my go-to. That's like my default pretty much. And if pumpkin beer was available every year, that would be my default. But all I can do is just sit back and let things age. Like I said, I was aging this pumpkin this year. I don't know how long it'll be around, but I'm sure it'll be around for another couple of months. But apparently with the Southern Tier Pumpkin, is uh, you can actually age it. Yeah. Actually, I think it says up to a couple uh, Best Buy 2024. Or yeah, 71924 is what it says on the bottle. So you can actually nice. age some of them for a long time. So I can let this sit if I'm not – if I can't see it on the shelves. But some of these have just become so popular. I actually saw Southern Tier's Pumpkin at um, – at a walmart the other day i was like oh, oh wow, wow walmart's actually even carrying this too <laughs> yeah the walmart that was local next to me because it used to be i don't know i mean i'm using this as a as, as an example just because pumpkin is my favorite of all time i'm trying to think of like a secondary but it's just always pumpkin is the one i'm looking for that or warlock because those are both by southern tier warlock's more the stout the pumpkin stout so you got the regular pumpkins and you got the pumpkin stouts and then you get the when you mix those two together two of my favorite com- combinations oh my god so good yeah so yeah, I was just saying earlier that um, we were going through the different, you know, the bases that people use, and um, I think the typically I I drink the you know the the base is typically pale ale. I think that's okay. uh, typically that's what Sam Adams probably uses as their base. That's what Frisch's uses. Actually, that's what um, the Taft's Frisch's, and then. Um, all three of these tonight were uh, probably the pale ale base uh, versus the stout base, and I, I could I could see, sure. you know, a stout um, with pumpkin. Uh, I could see that mm-hmm. being pretty good. I don't think I've ever had that though. You never had the warlock before, by then? No, I don't think I've had any you know, stout. Joe has with had pumpkin. like five pumpkin beers in his life, and three oh, wow. of them are today. Mm. oh wow you know what maybe next year maybe i can maybe we need to find a time for the group like if all you guys since you guys are in the 513 group too maybe we can mm-hmm. just like have a pumpkin bash or something or and get all these beers together and then we'll even invite gnarly gnome even though he's all like oh pumpkin beer's just okay <laughs> i mean i know he's like i forget i think he's more or he's an oktoberfest guy because there's those, that's the thing pumpkin ales and oktoberfest kind of come around that same time of year oktoberfest is actually one of my other favorites too now when i think of Sam Adams, speaking of the Oktoberfest, Sam Adams is that staple classic to me, and I absolutely love that. I mean, I know it's Sam Adams. I know it's kind of a wider company, but like that or Westside Brewing has a really good Oktoberfest. I know we're talking about two different kinds, but you were, yeah. it's actually curious that you had said that Pumpkin Hill is maybe a pale ale base. I didn't think that. I thought it was more like a I thought it was more like a lagery base, but maybe you're right. Maybe it's pillow. When I think pillow, I think more hoppy though. I don't know why. Maybe that's just me. I'm maybe, I don't drink a lot of pillows. I like them. I just, I don't 
it's not a maybe I need to figure out more what a pale ale actually is versus like like the base because you're thinking that's the base but I, it's so crazy uh, it's mind blowing that you've never had really too many pumpkin beers um, uh, I don't know if it, it probably still is not on there anymore but uh, you if next year if they probably don't have any more darkness over in Kentucky side yeah. um, I, I just went to there not too long ago they actually had a pumpkin porter this year it, it's uh, I forget what it's actually called I'd have to look it up um but i'd have to look at my untapped but uh gnome was talking about how good it was on one of his podcasts and so i was like oh i gotta go check this out so it was a pumpkin it was a pumpkin porter because i thought it was a pumpkin stout at first because it's dark because you were talking about there's not too many pumpkin dark beers i haven't had darkness um if Uh, well they are good i mean do you like stouts pretty well yeah i'm I'm more of a darker lager kind of guy think that you would if speaking of pumpkin next year caroline if you need to get him some of the southern tier warlock it, actually warlock might still be out there floating around i'm sure if you go to um, root cellar or something they'll probably have it even higher gravity or somebody locally might still have a bottle i'd have to look it up just to to verify that but um it's i'm pretty sure it's still floating out on the shelves and stuff so if you get a chance try to have uh, him try that warlock and see what he thinks because it's it's got the pumpkin spices but it's got more of the chocolate side so it's like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's called. Well, like I said, it's called Warlock. So you guys, I'm sure, are familiar with Southern Tier. They're out of the. I think they're out of Pittsburgh or something. But yeah. we've been getting them forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that, it's that their that's their Halloween theme type thing. But which speaking of, I like that name that you guys said earlier, Salem, because I'm thinking of Salem, obviously, Salem Witch Trials. So or you oh, always yeah. get those like. You always got themes that are like around that Halloween time too. Maybe that's another one. Using like pumpkin uh, beers too, because you get some of those beers out there. Like, um, uh, man, what is the one I'm picking off the top of my head? I think Shipyard does one. It's like called, like the head. It has the headless horseman with the thing on there. I forget what it's actually called. Though. Um, but there's just so many pumpkin beers I could go off. I'm trying to look through my untapped to be honest right now to, oh. to remember what what all of them were. Uh, I put a spell on you. Was the one that was from Swine City, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they put out cute. a really, they put out a really funny commercial for that. I put a spell. Oh, on really? It. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Are you talking about the ad? Um, or wait, wait, what are you talking about? Sorry, you said ad. Is it for Swine City? Is it for something else? It was a video on Facebook. Um, you know, just I think they put it out back in August, so it's it's old. Okay. Um, it was this person in a uh, pumpkin suit. Um, oh, that's cool. Reading a like a magazine or something, like she was on he or she, he was on like the toilet or whatever, and then <laughs> it, it uh, the camera went to like <laughs> under the suit, and it he like pooped out a, a can of I put a spell on you. <laughs> it was really funny. Oh, I think that was that, okay. That was I think that was Swine City, wasn't it? Because I think it, yeah, or, it was it was, like it was Swine City. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's why I thought, okay, yes, I did see that. Yes. That was a I think that was the first time I've seen Dan like do that. When I see about Dan is the owner, by the way, so I said if no one who's Dan is then Elburn Elburn. I forgot how to pronounce his last name, but um super cool guy. Yeah, I've but, chatted uh, with him quite a, a Oh, a little he's bit. one of the world's nicest guys. Also in our group too as well. He also will give you any kind of info and like he does the all things naturally. He's one of those like places that are microbrewery that do such good beer because i don't think he's got a big repertoire or when i first heard about him it wasn't a brewery that everybody talked about but it's one of those ones that everybody respects him so much and then like the beer is really good there too i mean i enjoyed the beer there yeah we we, i have always enjoyed the beer there 
We went there for the first time in July, and then we ended up. Oh yeah, that's right. You guys just went there, mm-hmm. and we ended up uh, going there for my brother's bachelor party as well. Oh my god! That's Am awesome. I allowed to be here for this conversation? No, no. That oh, was well, that was the well, last. Was there something that happened? It was the last. No, nothing happened. It's, it was the joke is that like because it was a bachelor party, I'm not supposed to know anything that happened, <laughs> and he's not supposed to know anything that happened while I was at the bachelorette party. Yeah. So um. Back to the pumpkin beer. Uh, when would you say pumpkin season is for you? I mean, you said you could technically um, drink it all year round, but when? I, and I stand by that. Like literally, the moment that I find out through the post, which is also another great thing for the five one three craft brew group, is people post random stuff that they pop up and see at a shop or somewhere or a bottle shop. The moment I start seeing those pop out or if I see an ad on Facebook about like, hey, our pumpkin beer's out, like I'm like, I try to find that as soon as I can. I think the first one that always pops up every year so far that I've noticed is the dogfish head. And they're pretty they're the fur they're usually the first ones to get pumpkin beers, like their pumpkin ale that comes in every year. And the only reason I know that is because I'm usually always messaging like somebody like Arowana Spirits out in Mason, like which is another shout out to them, or somebody like Brett out Standard Beer, which I gotta talk to. I gotta talk to people I know who are gonna carry the beer, and then I usually like to get like I said singles. So I usually find people who are like, hey, yeah, we got these, uh, we broke them up or something in this area. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go get like one of each of that. And usually that's like the root seller is a big place to go. I like to go to to get stuff like that or. Um, but yeah, it would just, you know, it's probably July, but if I had it my way, it would start literally from January all the way to December and continue that ro- the rotation. I like, I feel like it should be a staple beer that sits out on the shelf. Like maybe somebody makes a beer that's stable enough to sit out there. I mean, well, like I just said right now, pumpkin is, it's telling me I can drink this up until uh, 2024. So, I mean, it's doable. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, would you say so? You would drink it. Would you drink it in July, or um, would you mm-hmm. just buy it in July? I did. Yeah. No, I I, I drank it in July. Well, the first time I forget what the first one I had this year, which is crazy because on my Instagram I usually post like pumpkin twenty twenty two, and I usually will say, hey, this is the pumpkin beer that I start off with. I have to go back to see what I had. Um, I, I'm literally looking through Untapped. By the way, we were still this is still talking about pumpkin beer, but it's a little off subject. I was going to tell you. Um, uh, there's one, another one I was trying to tell you about stouts. Well, this was one from, are you familiar with Evil, Evil Twin Brewing out of New York? Yes. They, yes, Evil Twin is probably another one of my favorite breweries that have like really cool long names. Well, this one's called, Can I Get a Pumpkin Spice Cappuccino Topped with Cookies and Cream? That was really good. And it was actually a pumpkin spice with cookies, uh, Oreo crumbles in it. Um, and that was one of their beers. I'm just kind of really, really my, <laughs> I swear to God it was. That's yes, funny. that was really good. Yeah, that, that that was the first time that popped up this year. That wasn't that wasn't one of those ones that I saw last year. Um, looks like I I'm gonna get. Do you guys care if I go through some of the pumpkin beers that I had this year? Oh please, no, you're all good. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. I had a pumpkin ale from Dogfish Head, which uh, that was a little later. I did start off early this year. Um, Spooky Tooth was another favorite of mine. I will tell you that's by Fathead's Brewery. Spooky Tooth is one of those ones where it's like, it's like. 
I think it's like 8% or something like that. So it's like one of those ones that doesn't even taste like it's high ABV, but then you start drinking on it. Like it's not even boozy at all, but then you're like, oh, I just drank something that was like eight, seven, eight percent Well, it does say spooky tooth imperial pumpkin ale. So if you put an imperial, I found out in most beers, that usually means there's a higher ABV, which is the best because I love higher ABVs. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Just going through all of my pumpkin stuff, I should go actually on my uh, – instagram to see what i all posted this year um actually that's what i'm going to do right now if you guys don't mind since we're talking about pumpkin beers i'm just going to go okay. through some of the the great ones that i had trying to give you guys good conversation here um i'm not trying to steal a show i promise no um, please please uh tell us uh, all about your pumpkin adventures okay well here's more pumpkin adventures it looks like my first one this year was uh it was uh, outer belt brewing which um i forget what they're in ohio and outer belt uh it, it's called a pump a pumpkin the breaks so it's like spelled like pump like you're pumping something and then kid like the pumpkin oh that's funny there, the breaks and i so love the punny titles yes I, that's what i love about pumpkin ales too is their punny titles and that was one from outer belt which is those guys are really cool um they actually sent me some free stuff uh, or some stuff in the mail it was like a pint glass some imperial stouts he hooked me up uh, the owner hooked me up with a lot of cool stuff there at that one i'm just missing him oh yes and of course matchery is finally doing their pump can i had one of those this year that was always a that's a that's a favorite of mine um i don't know i I guess i used to there was at one point where they stopped making it and then they brought it again i think it was yeah i I remember that making it again yeah so i missed it when i was Mm -hmm. not pregnant and then they brought it back when i was pregnant and i was like no why did you do this to me yeah so pumpkin beer in cincinnati uh the demand seemed to go down and then people and then the next year people stopped making it or they didn't necessarily make enough and then the demand went back up and now everyone's making it again and i think that's what it is is because well the only way you could get pump can was which is so because they pump can was supposed to be in the can pumpkin right Mm -hmm. but they only had it on tap the year they stopped selling it cans and was like okay this is not i mean it's still good but you had to go to battery to get it on tap and it was only for some little but then that was i think last year the year prior to or whatever two years ago they started bringing it back out cans again which i was like oh sweet they're bringing, finally bringing it back again um let's see oh this was a pretty decent one it was thirsty dog um again i'm not for sure i, I don't know where all these are out of what towns or cities but thirsty dog is probably a familiar name they usually do one of my favorite holidays since we're getting ready to personal holidays they get the oh, yes. like 12 dogs at christmas or something like that i believe i believe, I believe they're That's, in akron is that right I don't it know. Maybe. maybe uh, I, will, I will Google. I will be Julia. Okay. Yeah, so you can Google that up because Akron, well, they also do one. Um, yes, they are. Uh, I love art. Okay, cool. Well, Thirsty Dog is one of my favorites. I had a Imperial Pumpkin Ale this year that was aged in bourbon barrels. Because there's two versions. There's the Imperial Pumpkin Ale, but this one was the bourbon barrel. But the only thing I remember not getting much of is, I mean, there was bourbon on it. You know, you can get the heavy flavor sometimes here and there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as heavy as I would have liked it to be because I'm a big person. I'm a big uh, barrel aged beer guy, so like I'm a sucker for all that stuff. Yeah, and it looks like the, the, those are expensive too. too. The, the, the Actually, bourbon. I will tell you what. 
So and this one was not as bad. This was about five or six bucks. I think oh wow! That, okay. I, I'm just thinking this is a single. This is not me. I, like I told you guys, I buy a lot of singles. Yeah. Some people don't like to do it. They're like, oh, I like to buy six packs. But for I think for a six or for just a single, of this it was like five or six bucks. It wasn't that bad. Like I get what you're saying. Some beers can get that. That's another thing. The reason I think I like pumpkin beers a lot is they're not as expensive as some of the other imperial beers. Um, oh, this is probably my second favorite. This is what I meant to mention to you guys. So, uh, Shuffley, I believe it's what it's called. Shuffley out of St. Louis, Missouri. Um, they have one called Pumpkin Ale. And it used to be, this is also another one of the stories where you used to, they had it here. I think Jungle Gyms, well, the picture that I have right now is at Jungle Gyms because I had it on tap and I had to get it. But they had the beer, um, uh, here at One Point Ohio, then they took it away. You could only get it on the Kentucky side, which if you went to the party source, you could get it, which is fine. You just had to go over the border. And, but then they, the last couple of years, they brought it back again to Ohio and Distro, which is kind of weird. But it's, it's I, I always called it the wrong thing. I used to call it Shuffly or something. I was told I think it's pronounced Shuffly. Uh, but Shuffley Pumpkin Ale was a really that's my second favorite. I forgot about that. That they it's really both on in the bottle and on tap. They're both really good. Okay. Um, we also got pump. Pump King, which I already talked about. I'm not going to go into that. Um, uh, the, the shipyard has theirs. I was I was kind of posting stuff through your videos. Oh, this is the, the one I was very disappointed. Okay, so there's pumpkin nails that are good, but there's one I was disappointed. This this was a Ellicottville Brewery. I forget how they pronounce their name, but I've never been a big fan of the brewing company anyway. But it's called Pumpkinville Latte, but it was a coffee. That's another one that a lot of people like during this time of the year. They used to, or when they make pumpkin beers, they like to add coffee to it, which is usually pretty good. But oh, what wow. I remember not liking this was that it was a whiskey barrel, but it had no whiskey bourbon barrel flavor whatsoever in that one. I remember that too. I was like, what? Ah, it's That's almost weird. those gimmicks. Yeah. Yes. I mean, whiskey barrels are um, are difficult because, you know. May, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt, and maybe they got a very dry barrel. Right. So there wasn't maybe. a lot of whiskey left. <laughs> so maybe they got a bad barrel, and, um, you know, uh, your bottle was from that. Um, the other. I'm very judgy when it comes to that. <laughs> right. Because the, 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 the barrel age stuff is expensive, and you want that flavor. Yeah. You expect that exactly. flavor because it is it, that's what it says, right? Um, exactly. And that's what you're paying for. Um, oh yeah, definitely. So what you're if if, for is if you're burger. if you're not getting that flavor, you know, that, that's a problem. Um, um, but that they should have. I mean, they they do test batches. You know, I follow Fretboard, and they're testing their oh. bourbon. Uh, I think it's their the their winter warmer. I think they put a it on it on barrel age. I don't know if I've had their winter warmer. Maybe I have. I know I've had a couple. So, of drummer barrels, boy, I think it's called. Um, that sounds right. I saw a video. They bad. were um, testing. They were um, drilling into the barrel and uh, testing the batches. Okay. Yeah, you stick a na- you you yeah. That's there's a fancy name for well, it that do. involves a nail. Cause it's a like, drill. Well, it's, it's like a the, yeah. In, you drill a hole case, and then you but then you stick a nail in the hole. Right. So you plug the hole back up. Right. And you sanitize it. It's one of the coolest yeah. experiences. I, I've actually been to one of those before. Um, Dell, uh, me and him are, I wouldn't say super close. We're close enough friends to where he's been super nice to me out at 16 lot. 
he actually uh i forget the term for it. it's like breaking the nail or break i don't know but basically people in the industry who make bourbon barrels what you're talking about joe is they hit the nail and they flooded it he did that for it was like two years it was about a couple of years, about a year and a half ago now he it was right before he did that barrel series because he's never done a barrel series to recently and he uh um he took that nail out and let the people a part of the group of five and three group that we all met there at 16 lot and um he did the experience only for us and is explaining what's going to happen with it he had like maybe three barrels it was in a it was in a like looks like an abandoned like shop area that was right next to his area i think he was going to buy it out i don't know if he was ever going to do that but he's got a new location getting ready to happen to come over and since her in kentucky anyway i think on the newport side but long story short it was a really cool experience he uh, took the nail out and you got to try the actual like before it was done you bet you could definitely tell the booziness in it and it was really good just like street sides one of those ones that do really good boozy stuff because they just have their demogorgon thing and oh my oh, god yeah. if you want a beer that's boozy you go to street side because <laughs> they know how to put boozy beer so yeah um there should be some uh, qa uh quality control um involved in <laughs> barrel aged beers that that was my point um so oh, yeah. with that so continue with um, your list because this yes, is this is this is exciting okay i i don't want to bore you guys i don't want this to be a podcast where it's like oh it's just talking about this i like some old old guys on the radio like late at night talking on am <laughs> but um <laughs> but uh no okay so we got left hand which was a uh i don't know where left hand's out of um but uh pumpkin spice latte another one was coffee ones nitro this was a nitro one that's another things people have been doing a lot another thing that people have been doing a lot more lately is making beers that are nitro I find to not really like nitro that much though. It's too, it's too smooth. I don't know. I don't know if it's a smooth thing. I, I think it's because it's less carbonation and I just don't like it as much as I want to like it. I've always like been like, oh man, I'm going to try this nitro, but I'm like, eh, it's not that good. But some people love nitro. But there's that one. It depends on the um, beer for us. Yeah, for, for me, sure. At least. Oh, I would definitely. Um, okay, so then we got Kentucky Pumpkin Barrel. So that's the Kentucky Ale. You know, they do like a whole bunch of other stuff they do like a peppermint during the holidays they do a regular bourbon barrel there's mainly thing is bourbon barrel beer but it's like inexpensive bourbon barrel beer so it's not super expensive but it's that kentucky right. brand with the horse on it yeah that's yeah. the one i had i used to like this a lot but i had this year's and something was off about this year's it was good I, it was still good because it still had a little bit of that bourbon flavor but i i don't know something was off from when i first had it because i remember when my wife and i were couple this has been a while too when we went to or when i went to my first um uh what was the what's that uh oktoberfest down in cincinnati it was mm -hmm. in cincinnati and they had they had this beer on tap the pumpkin and i was like oh my god that is just so good but this year i had it and i was just like eh, it's just okay i guess i don't know maybe it was off maybe i had a bad batch of that too <laughs> uh this is the first time that i had this year i got a shipyard uh last year they released it but i had never i didn't get a chance to find it but i found it this year and i found it at fruit cellar it was a pumpkin head pumpkin head is the name of shipyards by the way so the logo is literally uh the headless horseman but on the head is the pumpkin and so it looks like he's carrying a can on the front cover of oh, the art, can art but this was a seltzer this is a hard seltzer they released just last year it was their first time doing a hard seltzer because they have a pumpkin head beer but this was a hard seltzer and it was actually not that bad very light but it was it was second best to the one I had had two years ago. I think by I think Braxton was that the ones that did Vibe or Vibe. Or yeah, something yeah. Like the Vibe. They yeah. have Vibe, which is yeah, their hard seltzer. A, they had a pumpkin yes. spice seltzer one year. Yes. And I missed it, 
because pregnant oh my God. and I'm s- and nobody was willing to like drink 10 cans of it so I could have two. Oh my God. And I missed out well, on it the- and now they don't do it and I'm mad. <laughs> oh, I'm super, I'm super mad about that because what had happened is my neighbor, well, my neighbors now moved. They actually moved it's closer to the Mason area, but they, me and my neighbors would share a lot of beer and they had, they had bought that and I had that hurt about it. They're like, Hey, you want to try this? Cause you know how much you love pumpkin beer. So they bought it. And I was like, Oh my God, this is awesome. And I liked it. I was like, Oh my God, this is so good. And I never thought to buy more. I thought it would be back out again. And I even messaged Braxton or in no one response. I still go to the dark church day though. That's, that's the one thing I'm going to this year, by the way, which since we're talking on the podcast, I'm going so off subject. If anybody wants to go to Dark Charge Day on December 3rd, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be going out there if you guys want to join us too. I don't know if you've ever been, but I'm sure no. you guys have heard of it. We have not. We've have heard of it for sure. The um, child care oh situation is always the issue. Uh, yeah. It is on a Saturday. It's in the morning. I know. So, I But mean, if I'm going to do it right, I got to get there at like 4 a.m. Because I know a guy who gets there at like oh. 8 p.m. You know what? It's well, you're still gonna get. You know what? That's another thing I'm about to talk about. This is gonna be a little, just a small smidge off subject. But one thing that I was talking about with friends, I was talking to Tom Grant, who's in the group as well. I'm just naming off names, and actually him <laughs> and I hung out today. And we, he's one of the moderators in my group, and we were talking to him. And there's this other guy named Brian in our group, and we were all talking about at one point how we feel like a lot of the, um, the, the lineups for all these like special release beers, like Listerman, and then of course Demogorgon was just last Saturday. They haven't like they're not as busy as they used to be. Like they used to be like, oh, all these people are showing up super early in the morning. But my, what I'm getting to is Braxton. I guarantee you'll get what you want. And it'll still be there without having to line up at like the butt crack of dawn because it used to be that way. But now breweries still have extra stuff left over. I mean, Streetside had plenty of the Demogorgon stuff still left over because you would think, oh, man, they sold out of that. Thing. They may have sold out of like the bottles, but they had a whole bunch of cans left. And same with Braxton. I feel like even if you don't make it, and I think they made a thing last year, they might be doing it again this year, where you can order it online and you don't yeah. even have to worry about waiting in line anymore. Braxton was, is like, a big convenience. Braxton especially is really big on the online uh, skip. And that's convenient. Yes. Especially for Caroline who wants to get that. If you guys can't make it, I highly suggest getting it online because I damn it released what the variants are going to be this year. That's always the fun of it. I'm like, Ooh, what's the variant going to be this year? Just like how Gnarly Gnome apparently is going to be announcing his beers, bonks and booze, like people who he's having coming. I guess he was talking about that. How he's like, Oh, I'm going to announce who's going to be there and stuff, which is, it's always fun to figure out. I mean, I want to know now I want to open my Christmas present. Now I don't want to wait till Christmas. <laughs> I want to know what, what, what variants we're going to have this year, that kind of thing. But again, I'm getting off subject. Um, well, our oh, beer fridge is very full though. So <laughs> we don't have any room. You know and, and then we did the, the I, beer vent calendar. So, um, you know, I always wanted to, I did that one year. My wife got me one when I was, before we had our little one and that was one Christmas present one year, but that was the only time she ever did it. I tried to get her to do it again, but she's like, that's, that's just too expensive. She just, she's not a big craft beer fan. I'm, I'm not like you, Caroline. I wish, I wish she was more into drinking craft beer. She drinks a little bit like here and there, like sips of things. I'm like, Hey, try this. We just went to, uh, was it uh third eye brewing the other day? Cause she had some for last oh. weekend. Cause she had some friends that were there and she'll go to that one and Sonder, the two breweries that she's been to me with. And there's oh well, she's also been a 16 lot with me. Those are the only breweries she's ever been with me too. I only shoot Ryan guys, but that was a long time ago. That was when we first started dating. That's how we got. Uh, that's how I got into craft beers because 
she took me on a date when we were dating at one point to Ryan Grass. I didn't know what craft beer was at the time. I tried, I was like, oh, this is good. She's like, I created the monster though, because she now, like, she's like, oh my God, this it's a, <laughs> she thinks it's a bad habit to get into, which it can because it does get super expensive. But it's always nice when people hook you up with beers, because right now where I'm talking to you guys, I have all this beer that I got actually hooked up with. Um, uh, that was a guy, some, I, I, my mother-in-law works for like, she's an accountant. So she gets like beer from this guy. That's like one of these people she does taxes for. And I guess he works for Sam Adams. So he had all this like Oktoberfest from last year and like all this dogfish stuff. And so I still have this stuff sitting in my basement, which I probably won't drink. Cause some of them I'll have to throw away. I know it's a travesty to throw beer away, but if it gets old, you just can't drink it. I'm sorry. That's what happened to my actual, you guys were talking about Jacko. I have two Jacko pumpkin six packs laying down by my feet right now but they're from not this year but the year before that i tried to drink one of those and that does not age well it tastes <laughs> so weird so i had to dump it and i actually i'm probably gonna have to dump those to remind myself now um but uh See, yeah this so is that's where what... you just learn to drink whatever yes. you have accidentally aged in your beer fridge because exactly. we find random things in the back of our beer fridge and i'm like Oh, yeah, we did buy a six pack of that. And I did leave one for a rainy day <laughs> two years ago. I guess well, so I will drink this now. <laughs> well, you guys are able to have beer fridges because you guys can share that. My wife made me get it. She's like, well, you're not going to put that in a regular fridge. So I have like a college fridge. I sit down here with all my beer. So I'm always consistently putting something in there. Yeah, we have a garage fridge and it's like three quarters beer. And we need to make room for a beer vent calendar in the next. Oh, no two weeks so well, speaking of i hope you guys make so you guys I, since you guys are doing that you guys your your mission if you guys choose to accept it is you guys need to post either pictures or actually i'd love if you guys put a video on my 513 craft brew group mm-hmm. of every beer that you guys get this year in the beer calendar because i won't be probably getting that this year and i'm always i know julia does it but i want i want somebody new to do it and i want you guys, you guys put your own spin on it but put it in my group and then like like either video or pictures. I'm hoping video is going to be awesome if you guys made little videos. I can't not, promise I every day, but I will make a good attempt at doing that. Yeah, I don't okay. know if we'll uh, be well, drinking if you're not every, gonna do a video, every day. Oh, well, we will be drinking that. every day. Oh, we will. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least post a picture. You heard it here it, first. Like each one. <laughs> you hear it first that you guys are going to drink every single beer. Uh, the one was it? Twenty five days of Christmas. I don't know what is it. Is it like you can? What does it start with? Does it start with the very first of December? Yeah, it starts with December first, and it goes through December twenty fifth. So it's twenty five yeah, yeah. beers, or is it? It might only be twenty four beers. It's I think it might like just that. be twenty four. But um, we will see whether or night whether or not this year they're going to ice everybody. <laughs> and I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I convinced Joe by twisting his arm that we're going to split every beer. And not do an every other day kind of situation. Oh, yeah. But I mean, that's a benefit for both of us because there are a lot of beers that he does not enjoy that I would enjoy slightly more than he would. So if we do like every other day, like somebody's not going to be happy at some point. So just split the beers and everybody will be happy all the days until whichever one of us opens the beer on the day, if when they ice us and then they have to chug the whole thing. Get out of here. <laughs> it's going to be me. That's that's a good idea. It probably and, okay, will be. You guys, 
okay you guys gotta keep that you keep that idea too like i said i'm hoping i'm trying to get exclusive stuff for my group i know it sounds selfish but i know other people post all these other videos and stuff to other people's groups i'm like i want something like exclusive that somebody will do like right now the most exclusive thing that i get is once in a great while i'll get tom out at uh, third eye tom i think it's the last six arnold he'll like post some random like since he's a head one of the head brewers or maybe i don't know if he's a head brewer he's one of the brewers there i'm pretty sure kelly uh, is the head head brewer but, well, Kelly's a head head brewer, but Tom is like that other dude, you know. Yeah, like his right hand man. Yeah, yeah, his right hand man. He will. He's randomly. He hasn't done it in a while, but he would randomly in the group once ago. While he will post a video from like production, and I love when it's like an exclusive because I had not seen it on any other group. So I'm like, oh yeah. And then I think Brett, like even from Urban Artifact, I was looking, and I'm not trying to be too snooty, but I don't even think he's a part of too many beer groups on Facebook except for mine. Maybe he is one not other, but, super involved in the beer scene. But he does get very giddy when the founders of craft beer get super pissed at his beer style of choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's awesome. And I let him free, right? Like, if he's, it was like, if he was cussing up a storm or doing whatever it is on uh, in the group i would love i think it would be just hilarious i'm like i'd let you go i'd let the, i can't wait to meet him one of these days i'm gonna meet him i've always wanted to meet him i heard he's a really cool guy but i also heard he's pissed off a lot of people before too <laughs> he has a mouth he, he has some controversial Ooh. opinions and he's not afraid to say them is my understanding and that's how I, I, you know what i i respect that because i'm partly way that way myself in a way and not all the time but i if i get to that i will voice my opinion and that's why another reason is all i need him because then he has like some controversy over twitter one time something about kids running around at breweries yeah and now he has a kid so (laughs) good luck with that and that's what we all have in common by the way for anyone Mm -hmm. who's listening to this podcast i'm a new parent so even though you guys have what two kids now yes yep so like I only have one. My wife has talked about a second. I was like, oh, let's do the first one first. And she's I, I can't wait till she starts talking. She's actually eight months now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, once she starts talking, yet. she oh no, stop. she's not eight months yet. On the night, she'll be eight months. Okay, so it's coming up. She'll be eight months. But yes, yeah, she's already trying to walk on her own. She's crawling a lot. She's already trying to stand up. We have her at daycare there, and the, well, we're at work. Well, mom works from home now. I mean, it wasn't because of COVID. It's just this the way her job is set up because she's like big. She's in the speech pathology and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I myself work for um, a pharmaceutical place in McKesson out in uh, Mason and stuff. So that's why I'm out in Mason. If sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm randomly meeting somebody or whatever it may be, but anyway uh but yeah um it's 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 a journey to to with having kids and or having kids in general i don't know you guys know more than i do because it's definitely a journey (laughs) it's being flexible and not bringing a pack and play to a brewery that's the big thing that was (laughs) yeah that was like years ago but it's still like (laughs) I, i will still keep bringing that up just because it was hilarious oh my goodness you know you do you yeah. Oh my goodness, these servers stared at me all weird because I set up this playpen for my kids and the patio area of Mad Tree, and I don't understand why they did that. And I'm like, you seriously brought a pack and play to a brewery? <laughs> I'm not that kind of special. Like, you're not going to get any sympathy here, lady. No, you don't you know do what? that. That's why you... And you say F them yeah. <laughs> you do what you do. <laughs> um, and that's what, what, I don't know, like maybe one day, we'll, I don't think we'll ever do that because I don't take the little one to any breweries. Maybe one day, hopefully she, when she gets old enough, she can have a beer with her dad and hopefully she won't be like mom or she doesn't like craft beer at all. But uh, we did, she did go to her first uh, beer uh, brewery experience last Saturday, technically. Mm-hmm. I took a picture with her because she went with us to Third Eye. I mean, she didn't know what it was, but it was their Halloween weekend. So it was mm-hmm. cool because they were outside and they were socializing 
realizing, and I had uh, my wife take a picture of uh, Olivia and I. Is my little girl's name is Olivia, mm-hmm. and we were posing by the the pumpkins that were all set up for Halloween, and they were having the Halloween theme uh, from Michael Myers like on loop, which was going over and over and over. Which is fine because Halloween is my all-time favorite movie, and all the horror movie genres. That's just a whole different subject I could get into. Yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking of my little one, <laughs> I think she's getting ready to wake. Hopefully, she's not waking up, but. Um, I'm probably gonna have to wrap this up here. Yeah, so let's uh, tie this up in a little bow. Um, Thank you so much, Zach, for being here Um, and knowing more about pumpkin beer than we do. Yes, yes. Uh, Thanks for being the expert. Uh, Do you need any? Do you want to shout out anything? Uh, One more time. Um, Um, Just all the local breweries. I just want to give a shout out to all the like Swine City. All the people do the pumpkin stuff. All the other good stuff. So okay, but uh. Um, but anyway, but yeah, just and you guys, you guys do an awesome job in your guys' podcast. So. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Um, where can people find you? To listen to. If, if... Um, Facebook, 513 Craft Brew, look it up. It's one of the private groups. So, okay. You, should, you can go from there, and then you guys can maybe post in something, you guys' self. Oh, we for sure can, will. Uh... Yeah, we'll post. Okay, uh, that would be this great. Episode when, it, when it airs. Um, thank you so much again for uh, coming on the podcast, especially at such late notice. And enjoy your little girl snuggles. Oh, I will. The, All right, the, you guys have a great night. Yep, the midnight snuggles only last for so long, and then they go away. Yeah. So you'll get through it. I promise. Okay. <laughs> the, thanks, right. Zach. You guys have a great night. You no too. Problem. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Zach, for joining us. That was a lot of fun. I learned a lot about pumpkin beer today and like, no, there's lots of things that I need to look for on shelves. We never go on tangents on this podcast. Never. Never. We never go on tangents. So I was like, I was just listening to the episode where we're talking to Brian and Graham and we had a tangent in the middle of a tangent. (laughs) Yes. And I was like, this tracks. (laughs) And Brian calls it out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, like I... I might have some kind of undiagnosed ADHD to which Joe says might you probably so like I try to be better about like sticking pins in conversations of okay I know we hit a tangent but there's this point that we need to get back to at some point and usually we end up getting back to it <laughs> sometimes we don't <laughs> yeah sometimes we, we move on yeah um, but we appreciate Zach Holly for joining us and calling in um because uh yeah he's a good guy mm-hmm. he runs the 513 uh craft beer group on facebook if you want to check that out it's a private group you will have to answer we want to make sure you're not a robot yes so there's some kind of it's, it's, a, laid, it's a laid back group you, you you ask to join and i think there are some questions or whatever making sure you're not a robot mm-hmm. but, uh, and all these beers are really good I mean, Old Capital Brewing is a tiny brewery, brewery that you're probably going to have a hard time finding any beers from them unless if you go to their taproom in Chillicothe. I don't think they distribute. I don't think they do either. It was extremely small. And <laughs> you have to specify, like, and this beer is holding up extremely well because it, it is currently November 5th. This was canned on October 8th. And... In a crowler. In so a it's, crowler. It's and it was... A weird crowler because I forgot that Chillicothe has a Dora or I didn't know that Chillicothe had a Dora. 
Because I said I wanted to buy some to-go beers and she poured us two Dora beers. And I was like, oh, I meant Crowlers. So then she she poured the Dora beers into the Crowlers and topped up the Crowlers. I forgot she did that. We got two Crowlers and the first Crowler was mildly flat. This Crowler held up really well. So yeah, now that Doras are more of a thing, you have to specify what flavor of to-go beer you want. As far as like, not just beer flavor, but like a Dora beer or a Crowler or a Growler or what kind of to-go-ness you would like. Because Doras are awesome. Yeah, I would say that out of all of them, I could really, I could really taste the pumpkin out of Sam Adams a little Mm -hmm. bit, like a very little, it was a hint of pumpkin. But really, uh, the old capital Salem was really in your face toasted pumpkin with the spices. Yeah, um, for sure. So, um, as far and I, 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 I don't know that I would, you know, ha- make that my to my go to beer from them. But um, it was it wasn't bad. Like I, I, I prefer you know the lagers the the dark beer yeah so i wouldn't take that as a criticism but uh zach you know he just listed off a bunch of of beers for us to try so um we'll see if we can find them around town or maybe next year when we when pumpkin season comes back we will go and um try them try them out Mm -hmm. i know a lot of good ones to look for now either coming up on clearance on the shelves this year or early next year. Yeah. I'm curious about the stout based pumpkin beers because, um, I don't think I've had those before. Um, but, uh, Zach gave me some varieties to try some breweries to try. So Mm -hmm. that's good. Again, thank you, Zach, for coming. Um, we really appreciate it. That does it for this week's show. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe to us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Craft Parenting Podcast. You can also get a hold of us via email, which is craftparentingpodcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please leave us a rating interview on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. Make sure to share the show. It's what helps our show grow. If you'd like to send us stuff such as fan mail, craft supplies, or sanity, we have a P.O. Box. All this information is available on our website, which is www.craftparentingpodcast.com. That's where we post the show notes, plus blog posts about some of the stuff that doesn't make it into the episodes. And if you want to follow me personally, I am Craft Parenting Joe on Instagram. That's where I post the pictures of the beer that I drink. And I am at Caroline Creates Crafts on Instagram and Caroline's Creative Crafts on Facebook. And with that, I'm Joe. And I'm Caroline. See you next time on The Craft
I was like, what's that mysterious ticking noise? Oh, yeah. One of the kids decided to wind up the clock. Snip, snip, sir, snip. Dumbledore. Snip, snip, Severus, snip. Dumbledore. Snip. Run, 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 Weasley. Dumbledore. Run, 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 Weasley. <laughs> hey, look, guys. I found the source of the ticking noise. It's a pipe bomb. Yay. Voldemort, Voldemort, ooh, Voldemort, Voldemort, Voldemort.